Welcome to the Danger Hour. Danger is back. I'm your fancy pants host, James Pool. And I might sound a little different. But James, have you tried removing the dick from your mouth? <laughs> you know what? I can appreciate that. I'm not even mad at you. That's well done. Uh, I think I'm sick. I think I'm a little bit, uh, a little tad, tad under the weather. Yesterday I got my second injection. Was it a meat injection, James? God damn it. What is with you? What, what is your problem? You got a problem with me? James, I just... Is, isn't this what we do? We're, we're friends, right, James? And, and we just... We bust each other's balls. Is, isn't that right? Are you... Are you feeling a little sensitive? Is that one of the side effects, James, of your second your second shot, James? That, they, that you're a sensitive little bitch? <laughs> All right. Yeah, you got, you got a point. Uh, apparently, the side effects are not being a little bitch, but they are feeling... Uh, who gives a fuck? You look it up. You know. So I think, yeah, I think it's hitting me a little bit. Although, do I just have allergies? I don't know. I don't know what's going on. And then I slept on, I slept wrong and my neck is all stiff. Uh, stiff, James? Uh, just forget I mentioned it. Oh, Christ. You know, I got to, I got to tell you my second, my second trip for my second shot. It, uh, it, it wasn't as peaceful and nice as the first one. I think they already got you the first time, so... You're required to come back. Like there was no peaceful music with some with some live musicians, with the piano and the violin. Yeah, those guys weren't there. Everybody was pretty, still pretty friendly, but not as much as the first time. And you know the chick that I got? She seemed like she didn't know what she was doing. And as soon as I sat down, I'm walking up, and then there's like a whole line of different tables you can go to with these little. Uh, they look like they're doctors, but I think they're just regular people with lab coats on. <laughs> And the uh, the woman calls me down to the end, and she I'm like, please let me have the hottie. And yeah, she's got a mask on and like that uh, shield, but you can tell she's she's got it going on. Out of all the ones they had, I'm like, let me get this one. And and instead they uh, they point me to the small uh, dorky Asian chick. Well, you know, nothing wrong with dorky Asian chicks. They're just not my cup of tea. I think it's sake, James. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> all right. Yeah, so I sit down, and she just seemed very unsure of herself, and and a lot, and seemed like inexperienced. You know the type. And to be honest, I think no matter what job it is, I think you can tell, you can spot the ones that really don't know what they're doing. They don't seem very confident with what they're doing or how they're talking to you. You know what I mean? And right away, I lost complete faith in her, and I should have said, like, can I get someone else? <laughs> but that would have been a little weird. But, you know, at the same time, I'm like, well, everyone's got to start sometime. And uh, how hard could it be? She's just going to stick this needle in my arm. I mean, can you do it wrong? Who knows? But she's like, okay, so I'm going to uh, inject you with this. And um, you might have side effects. Y- you might feel sick tomorrow. You might have some symptoms. And you could just take, um, you, you know, just uh, just some ty- Tylenol, I think. That's what you can take. <laughs> I was like, all right, great. She pulls up my sleeve. She's like, oh, first... You want it on the left arm or the, or the right arm? And I pick my left arm because I don't know if you know this, 
I don't know if I mentioned it last time, but I have uh, some nerve damage in my left arm from my vicious accident that I was in years ago. I've been left with nerve damage. So there's some, there's some uh, numbness in my left arm already in my, uh, my uh, what do you call that shit? Not your bicep, your, uh, what are those muscles called at the top of your shoulder? <laughs> Jesus, what a fucking moron. Why do you guys listen to this show? Hold on real quick. All right, I'm back. Deltoids. I had a feeling, but I wanted to make sure. Deltoids. So, you know, I pull up my sleeve and she's like, oh, oh, we try to avoid tattoos because uh, if there's any reaction, you you kind of won't be able to see it as well. And I go, well, my other side's got tattoos also, so I guess it doesn't matter. She goes, oh, okay, you must be a bad boy. She didn't say that, James. No, she didn't say that. So uh, she sticks, I, I didn't look. My son came with me this time and I'm looking at my son watching his reaction. So I didn't watch her stick me. But this time I felt it more. I don't know if it's because, I don't know, is the needle bigger? I never looked at it. Or did she just do a bad job? Or maybe the part that she stuck me really wasn't numb. And the last time I got stuck, it was kind of numb from my nerve damage. I don't fucking know. But this one seemed like it hurt a little more. Still not very bad at all. Not a big deal. I'm not a needle. I'm not a weirdo with needles. Uh, it spoke to my Nino, my godfather, um, a while back. And he told me that he's got a friend who is deathly afraid of needles. And he said that one time years ago, he went with his buddy to, uh, to the doctor and he was going to get a shot. And the doctor came in. He's like, all right, I have to give you this shot. He's like, oh, no, 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 no. And he's like freaking out. And my, my uncle's like, all right, man, calm down, calm down. It's cool. It's cool. I mean, did you have to hold him down? He goes, well, kind of. I just was kind of there like, come on, bro. Just get over with. Just let him do it and get us out of here. And uh, he goes, yeah, so so I'm sitting there and, uh, you know, just me and his wife. I'm like, his wife was in there too? <laughs> He's like, yeah. Yeah, we were all in there. And I go, wow. So he went, he acted like that in front of his wife. He's like, yep. It's like, oh, man, that's rough. But uh, deathly afraid. And. I don't know, maybe they had to hold him down or something. <laughs> oh boy. I think I think my wife's in the room. You gotta just suck it up at that point, right? I mean, how is she gonna take you seriously when you're gonna inject her later on that night? She's gonna be like having flashbacks, like, wow, you're the one that's gonna ravage me right now. Or er, earlier today I saw you on the verge of tears. <laughs> it's a delicate, delicate situation, boys and girls. I mean, you gotta know when to hold them. No one fold them. James, what the fuck are you talking about? I forget it. Let's just move on. So, uh, yeah, I got my injection yesterday. And then I told the boy, I'm like, all right, now you got to wash me for 15 minutes. Because uh, if I pass out, you got to, you know, I don't know, what you, I don't know what's going to happen with you. I don't know what you're going to do, but uh, I might pass out. And he's like, no, you're not. No, you're not. And then we waited like the third, we waited 13 minutes. I'm like, all right, I think I'm good to go. Let's take off. I stand up, we start walking, and I act like I'm going to fall down, but he wasn't buying it. He sees through my bullshit. And after that, uh, you know what, I'll save that for my fancy. I'm going to save that for later. All right, even though we're about seven minutes in, I have to warn you that this this podcast is probably going to be not so high energy. James, why don't you just do it on a different day, James? And really put in the top quality performance that you usually give your audience, James. They deserve it. Well... You got a point, but I don't have very many options when it comes to getting free time around here. 
So the wife and the kids have taken off, and I'm going to really take advantage of this free time. James, what happened to your dogs? James, are you, are you neglecting them? Well, I have, to, I have to be honest with you. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, the little guy, he's, uh, he's growing, so he can be left alone a little bit longer now. He'll be all right. He'll be just fine. Then I'll go and I'll roughhouse with him a little bit later. Um, and he's, uh, he's, he's turned into quite the dog. I don't know if I mentioned this the last show. Fuck, I can't. I have a shitty memory. You know that? I have a really shitty memory. I just told my cousin this last night. I hung out with my, with my little piece of shit cousin. Shout out to Natalie, little piece of shit. And I was telling her something and I go, yeah, I don't remember if I told you this or we talked about it. She's like, no, no, we haven't. And it's like, you know what? On, on that note, I'll be talking to someone or I'll, I'll ask them a question about their personal life. And they'll be like, yeah, I told you this already. We talked about this. And I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I have fucking such a bad memory. I can't remember if we've talked about it or not. And, you know, I feel like a piece of shit. It feels like, like, oh, this guy, this guy must be so full of himself that he doesn't pay attention to me when I'm talking to him. Then he can't remember a goddamn thing about me. So what's that say about him, you know? He doesn't give a fuck enough to remember these things I've told him. And it's not about that. It's about that my memory is fragile. I don't know. I just can't retain stuff. Oh, God. What the fuck was that about? Where am I going with this? See what I mean? It's all over the place. James, I think one of the side effects of the second dose, James, is that you're having like foggy... What is it? Brain fog, James? I think it's called. Why can't you remember? I'm the one with the issues, not you. Well, James, I mean, I think we're very close. Mm-hmm. Why don't you ever admit it? What? Admit, admit what, James? Why don't you admit that I'm sitting alone in this room by myself, in this dark room? That's just not true, James. I'm, I'm, I'm here with you, buddy. I won't abandon you like your, like your wife and children did, James. Well, they didn't abandon me, but all right. I still I appreciate the sentiment. All right, I think this show's just fucking rambling, so let's, let's carry on with something important, like uh, danger updates. Yeah, I think I'm having like weird, like weird feelings in my chest when I breathe in. Oh, God, listen to me. I'm falling apart, everybody. This could be my last show. And if it is, I just want you to know that I really deeply care about each and every one of you. And please start a GoFundMe for my wife and kids and really uh, support them for the rest of their life, okay? Because I'm not going to leave them much. All right. Danger updates. My tailgate, everyone, on my truck. You know the story. The saga continues. Oh, my neck. Oh, God, my neck. Oh, I'm falling apart, you old motherfucker. Oh. So anyway, if you've been following along with this fascinating saga then I'm sure you were already caught up. But if you're not, let me just give you the cliff notes real quick. One day, oh boy, oh boy, time out. <clears throat> One day, I saw a child playing with the ruby the size of a tangerine. The bandit having thrown him away. So why steal them? Well, because he thought it was good sport, because some men aren't looking for anything logical, like money. They can't be bought, bullied, reasoned, or negotiated with. Some men just want to watch the world burn. So one day, I walk outside to go to my truck to go to work. It's approximately 6.42 a.m. And my tailgate is gone. Nowhere to be found. And like a moron, my first reaction was, did it fall off somewheres? 
Did I take it off and forget to put it back on? Of course not, you fucking idiot. Why would you do that? I just can't believe somebody would walk up to my driveway all the way to my my truck backed into my garage and take my tailgate from me. Why would somebody do such a thing? I'm a good person. So anyways, it took a long time for these fucks to get my stuff going. And so literally a few days from being a month away, I've had it because I spoke to this guy on the phone and I told him like, hey, uh, he goes, yeah, we're going to need your truck for, uh, you know, a couple days. I'm like, why? He's like, uh, what? What do you mean? I go, it's just a tailgate. Why do you need my truck for a couple days? I can't just show up there and you just put it on. Well, you know what? Let me, uh, let me talk to the guys here. Uh, cause, uh, oh, oh, I didn't tell you that. I don't think I mentioned this part. When I called the dude that was handling my case, this really cool black dude, I asked for him and they're like, oh, he's no longer with us. Well, thanks a lot for telling me you fucks. I did get a call from some other dude, but he never said, oh, I'll be handling your case from now on because the person you're dealing with is no longer dealing with you for whatever reason. Nope. No one ever mentioned it to me. So yeah, this fuck, he tells me, yeah, so, uh, you know, couldn't need to talk for two days. And I, I asked him why. Oh, okay. Well, you know, let me see if they, he goes, we got to polish it. And I go, can you polish the tailgate before you put it on my truck? Are you going to polish the whole truck? No, just just a tailgate. Then why can't you polish it before before you put it on? Well, you know, let me uh let me uh let me check with the guys and uh you know, I'll get, I'll call you back in a couple days. <laughs> and then I just hang Oh, okay, okay. And I had to do some shit the next couple days anyway, so I wasn't really in a rush at that point. But I was just like, "Wow, I can't believe this." <laughs> so, a couple days pass, he doesn't call me. And the, the third day, I, I actually call and I, I uh, ask for his manager. I go, look, in about three days, it's going to be about a month since I put this claim in and I still don't have a tailgate on my truck. I don't feel like it's that big of a deal. I mean, I'm not getting body work done. Why is this taking so long? Then the guy tells me he has it and he's my truck for two days because he needs to polish it once they put it on. I'm like, I don't know what's going on over there. But, you know, I figure you can take care of this. Oh, no, I also mentioned... Then the guy I was dealing with is no longer working for you. No one mentions it. I'm like, this whole thing's just sloppy. Can something be done? Can this be taken care of already? I apologize, sir. You know what? Go ahead and bring your truck in today. Can you bring it in about 10 o'clock a.m.? I'm like, no, I'm working. Who has time to be bringing a fucking vehicle in in the middle of the day? I didn't say that. But uh, I go, he goes, well, uh, we close today at five o'clock. Um, what's the earliest you can bring it in? I was like, I, the earliest I can be there is probably uh, a little bit before four. Oh, well, uh, if you bring it in, we'll make sure to get it taken care of all for you. Okay there, sir. So go ahead and bring it in today and we'll get that taken care of for you. All right. So I made sure to take my ass over there as quickly as I could. As soon as I got off, I hustled my way over there. Here I am. And the lady in the front desk is like, um, who are you talking to? I'm like, I spoke to the manager. He told me to bring it in now. Oh, Oh, I'm sorry. Let me get hold of this guy. The guy comes out. Okay, we're going to take it right back. I go, uh, are we going to make sure the truck gets a, a good washing also? Of course, sir. Of course. They take it in, and I see them back it into this area in the waiting room. There's a window, and I walk back there, and I'm watching these fucking guys. And I'm going to tell you, man, they look like they've never done this before. <laughs> 
<laughs> they're, uh, they're, they put the tailgate up to the truck, and they're fucking scratching their heads like monkeys. Oh, is that the way it goes? And he looks at the other guy. Do you know if that's the way it goes? And he shrugs his shoulders. Gee, I don't know. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. What a bunch of, what a bunch of amateurs. And then they finally, they finally drops in the slot it needs to go to, and they, they hook everything up. They close it. They're looking at it. They're, they're really eyeballing it. I'm like, come on, fellas. Don't let me down. They can't see that I'm looking at them. But I'm watching the whole time. And I'm actually, I have a coffee in my hand. A quad shot on ice. And uh, I mentioned this before. But that's a good way around getting fucked over at Starbucks. They'll charge you like four something for a drink. And then if you add shots to it. So uh, don't do that. Just order a quad shot on ice. And they pretty much put four shots of espresso into a, ask for a tall. And they'll put it on ice and then just say, and add a little bit of water to that. And now look what you got. You got yourself something like an Americano, but it's a little stronger and it's cheaper. Little hack for you, boys and girls. And uh, it'll get the job done. And it's a lot cheaper than going the other routes. But anyway, I digress. Here I am sipping on my quad shot, watching these fucking idiots try to assemble this thing. Finally gets done. And now the guy's going to come out and put on the little sticky fucking uh, low, uh, Toyota shit. Pre-runner, all that crap. He did, a, he did a fantastic job, right? Then they take it back to get washed. And I'm like a good boy, I go and I sit in the waiting room and I'm watching Dr. Phil on the television. You have to deal with you. How can you, how could you expect this person to make changes if you ain't changing yourself first? It's fascinating television. So what seems like a hell of a long time, it finally gets done, it's brought out, and the guy, this Asian guy comes up to me and just hands, James? I'm like, yep, here's your keys. I follow him out. So go ahead and take a look and tell me if everything's okay. And as soon as he tells me that, I look up and the whole fucking hood of my truck. You ever washed your truck and did a horrible job? And you, uh, you get the, the, what do you call it? Not a sponge, but like, you know, the thing you wash your truck with. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that thing's called. And you do like these weird movements side to side, but you don't actually cover the entire surface area. Yeah, there was all kinds of dirt streaks all over the hood. And I go, well, right away I can tell this is... This doesn't look very good. Do you think so? Oh, do you want me to, uh, do you want me to wipe it down for you? I'm like, yeah, that'd be nice. I'll be right back. So I'm walking to the back of the truck. I'm opening the tailgate, closing it. It's like, all right, seems, seems to be working, I guess. And, uh, it's finally been done. Now, the problem is now that it's completed, what's to stop some asshole from stealing it again? (laughs) Because these fucks wouldn't put on a, uh, a, a handle with a lock unless I paid a hundred and I think 140 extra dollars or whatever the fuck it was. And so I said, don't worry about it. I'll take care of it myself. And, uh, I was going to put these locks in that you, you put little clips in. And I was talking to the guy after he's like, yeah, I wouldn't do that. They're pretty much nothing stopping them from just, uh, sn- snipping it. It's just going to slow them down. So if you have a thief that knows what he's doing and has the, the pliers in his hand, expecting to see those little clips, then you can easily just go click, click, and take it out anyway. I'm like, oh, great. I didn't know that. So the people online were saying it was good. And he goes, well, yeah, it's good because what does a thief want? He wants to get in and out as quickly as possible and not have anything stand in his way. But if he's very good and he knows to expect that, I mean, it'll slow him. It'll add a few seconds, but he'll still take it if he wants it. I'm like, oh, fuck. So 
I come home and I back my truck up all the way up to the garage door so that nobody can open it and take it off, right? But I'm still living my life in fear. Because I'm like, what if I go to the store? I can't do that at the store. What's to save it then? I was like, you know what? I'm going to order a handle with a lock and put it on myself. And it was pretty fucking cheap. Compared to what the dealer wanted to charge me. And it came two days later. And then I installed it on my day off. And it works like a fucking charm. Now, now and only now is my fear all gone. So look what this thief did. Not only did he cause $500 for my deductible. $500 is what I spent. <laughs> you know what the fucking cost was in the, uh, the, at the final total? $2,750. That's what they charged the insurance company to replace the fucking tailgate on a 2012 TRD Sport Tacoma. $2,750. Can you fucking believe that? So yeah, I guess that's a good deal. Thanks, thief. And then uh, another, I think, 80 bucks for the new handle. So I'm in it already with tax and all that shit. We're like 590 Thanks, buddy. Add to that the emotional damage of uh, the stress and anxiety. Add to that a month of my life dealing with these fucking morons trying to get this thing resolved. So... Yeah, it was a lot more than just $590, you piece of shit. I hope you're happy. I'm sure he's happy, James. <laughs> anyway. Oh, oh. And uh, you want to hear about this, the fucking whipped cream and, and strawberries on top of this whole thing? When I was parking my truck up against the garage door so that nobody would be able to open the tailgate to, to remove it, my son goes... Daddy, you need to back up the truck closer because they can still open it a little bit. I go, no, it can still be open a little bit, but you have to fully, it has to be open all the way to take it off. I'm like, so it's not going to open all the way. So then they can't take it. Oh yeah, watch, watch. So he fucking opens the tailgate to show me and he goes, oh no, you're right. But I didn't realize at the time that when he did that, he fucking hits the wall with the tailgate and dented it. Ah, it's a little fucking dent, but it's very obvious on this brand new tailgate because there's like this fucking rock design horse shit. And when you lower it, it looks like a fuck. It looks like you got a nail and just stuck the tailgate with it. So thanks, son. God damn it. It can go no other way. Ugh, such horse shit. When speaking of shit, (laughs) it's time. For talking shit. <laughs> All right. So this time in talking shit, it's the it's not really about shit, but it does involve toilet stuff. So I'm gonna go ahead and lump it into this uh, this segment. Why not? No one's stopping me. I had the freedom to do whatever I want. God damn it! Last time I checked, this was America, wasn't it? James, what are you? Who are you arguing with? I I don't know. I think another symptom or side effect is uh, being a little bit loopy. I guess you've had this for, for many years then, James. Uh. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. All right. So uh, this time in Talking Shit, I want to address, uh, address, 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 address. <laughs> it's losing it. 
Get it together, asshole. Uh, this, um, oh my God, I'm losing my, uh, Amazon. Hello. Hello. Welcome back. Amazon has this dilemma. You've heard about it. The drivers, they need to use the bathrooms. And I know all too well about this, myself being out in the field. It's fucking difficult to find a bathroom. And especially during the COVID days, it's even harder to find a bathroom. You know it. Well, maybe you don't know it. Maybe you work from home and you have easily accessible bathroom right down the fucking hallway. You know, my buddy, Gasboy, shout out to Gasboy. He gets to work from home a lot. He used to do the same kind of job that I do now. And uh, kind of. And uh, I was like, well, I guess you must be enjoying yourself being so close to your bathroom and all. And he's like, I'm fucking loving it, James. As a matter of fact, take a look at this. And he has his feet up on his desk with a cup of coffee in his hand. I'm like, you son of a bitch. Just really rubbing it in. And he's like, hey, look, asshole. I did my time. Now it's your turn. <laughs> you got to pay your dues. I'm like, yeah, I guess. So uh, that's that. But my point is, I, I don't have a bathroom down the hall. Like you high society assholes. So it's hard. And so I understand what these Amazon people are going through. So what, what they've resulted to is taking pisses inside of like uh, Gatorade bottles, I guess. Water bottles, whatever they, whatever they got. And they piss in that, and I guess they save it in their truck and then toss it later, which is not a bad idea. I mean, they got those big trucks, so you got the privacy in there. Just kind of fill the bottle. Back to business. Who is this hurting? Why are people fucking freaked out by this? Yeah, it's, uh, it's like guerrilla warfare type shit, but... I don't see why people are complaining. I'll tell you what. I have, a, I have a solution though. I will come at you with not any more problems, but with a solution. My company, in fact, has a solution to this problem. I guess it's not my solution. <laughs> my company offers these things and uh, they're called brief relief. So it is a bag, a piss bag. I've discussed this many times over the years. And I actually have a funny story to add to this. <laughs> so this, these bags are made specifically to piss in when you're out driving around on the streets and you got nowhere to go. There's not, there's not a shit variety, but this is for pissing. Basically, it's got like a snap at the top. You open it. The bag probably is about uh, 10 inches high and maybe about um, six, seven inches across wide. And it opens up, it's like a pouch, and it's filled with material found in diapers, baby's diapers. And then when you piss in this thing, it absorbs all your piss and turns it into like a, this, like these like little fucking, what do you call them? Like little like rock crystal looking things, but they're soft. It's like, um, I really can't explain it. It's like boba looking stuff, <laughs> but they're clear looking. But yeah, it'll, it'll handle a bunch of piss. Like I've pissed like a, racehorse in one of these things and it took the all it took all of it and then you just snap it shut and you just throw it in your fucking vehicle in the back and then you dispose of it later so it's a it's a lot more sanitary i guess than having a bottle but i don't see why this huge company like amazon doesn't look into stuff like that i, I don't get it and they're like, yeah, we're working on a solution to this problem. Oh, well, there you go. And then for girls, 
you know, I didn't know about these until my sister-in-law used one while we were camping, but that uh, I, talk, I talked about it many years ago on this show also. It's like that chick, I forget what they call it, like chicks with dicks. <laughs> That's not what it's called. Like you, you put it up to your vagina and it's like you, it's like you add like a little fucking funnel. It's like a little weenie. And you can use the same, uh, same system here, peeing right into that bag. Problem solved. So uh, there you go. There's ways around it, but here's my funny story. One day, we were camping. It was a man fest, and I'm like, listen, fellas, and I brought one of these brief relief bags out, and I gave one to every guy. I go, here you go. You're welcome. You don't have to leave your tent tonight. If you got to take a mad, because, you know, you're drinking all day long. If you got to piss really bad, you don't got to go out in the darkness and possibly be mauled by a mountain lion. I'm like, just take a piss in this bag. You're good to go. You got some hand sanitizer, or if not, it's up to you. Just leave the shit in your tent. It absorbs all your piss. No problems, no worries. So I handed everyone their fucking bags. The next day, Lido, you all know Lido, the boy wonder sidekick. He's been estranged for a while, but uh, he used. <laughs> he decided to use it in the middle of the night, and he's like, "Man, the fucking thing didn't work." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" He goes, "Man, I, I got piss all over myself. Piss all over my." Sleeping bag all inside my tent. I'm like, what the fuck? How? How did you do it wrong? You, it's user error. No, I try to put my dick and balls in there. I'm like, you don't put your balls in there. <laughs> I go, you just piss inside the fucking opening, man. Why would you stick your balls in there? I don't know. This thing works. Uh, so he, he tried to shove his whole unit in there. I mean, it's not a very big opening. I'm not, I'm not complimenting the guy. I'm not saying he's got a lot to play with here. I'm just saying... It's not, it's not made for all of it. It's just, <laughs> it's just made for the twig, not the berries. I don't know. I thought, I thought, I, I didn't think I had to give him a fucking demonstration. I thought uh, it'd be, you know, self-explanatory, but there you go. Uh, all right. That's talking shit. All right. Speaking of, uh, <laughs> speaking of peepee tails. Oh my God, James. Nobody calls it that. My mom called it that when I was a kid. So now I call it that. James, that's, that's super creepy. All right. Be that as it may. Now, speaking of creepy, uh, yeah, I'm sure you guys have all heard about this story. Oh, mama. So I'm going to play, uh, I'm going to play a little game with this story. First, I'll tell you the story. Then I'll tell you how it's a game. So this dude was caught. A home inspector, he was caught uh, fucking a, an Elmo doll. That <laughs> <laughs> tickles. My sister had one of those fucking weird. I don't think this was a tickle me Elmo. I think it was a normal Elmo plushed stuffed animal thing. But uh, yeah, he's caught on footage in the, in the baby's room. He starts fucking jerking off with this Elmo doll. I don't even know how you do that or why, how it feels good or how you even think to do it. Uh, no idea, but he was filmed and then he was arrested, but, (laughs) but I like to, here's the game I want to play. I want to be this guy's attorney. So this is going to be like devil's advocate. Here's how I'd get him off. Elmo already did James. Oh, zinger. Nicely done. Uh, no, I mean, my question really is how is this against the law? James, that's your opening statement. No, I'm I'm being serious. Like, how? What is the law here? 
I mean, he was filmed. Yeah, but shouldn't he have been told that there's cameras in the house? I mean, he's being filmed without permission. James, it's the people's house. They have the right to put cameras up if they want to, James. He's a home inspector. Yeah, I'm just saying that maybe they should have told him, by the way, home inspector, we have cameras all over our house. Then this wouldn't have happened. So in a way, it's the homeowner's fault. Oh, my God, James, you are you are a psychopath. Uh, well, I have hazy brain because of my second dose. Maybe I'm just not thinking clearly. All I'm saying is, yeah, the guy went in. Maybe uh, the light hit little Elmo just right. And he just couldn't help himself. But, uh, you know, if he had his way with the, with the stuffed animal in this person's house... Is that a law he's breaking? Let's just say there was no doll. Let's just say he was just jerking off in the person's house. Is that a law? Because he was charged. Like, if I jerk off in a fucking hotel room, is, uh... Oh, is that the same? I guess because I'm renting it. It's like my property for the night. I don't fucking know. But, if like, let's say you go to a friend's house and you go, I'm going to go use the bathroom and you decide to jerk one out real quick. Is that uh, something, like, against the law or creepy? I mean, okay, look, he was charged with aggravated indecent exposure. He's not outside in the public. He's inside a per- he's inside a, a private residence. How is it indecent exposure? I don't understand that one. Because it's not his house? Eh, no one's around. He didn't show it to anyone. What, just because there's a hidden camera? How's that his fault? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And he's also charged with malicious destruction of property. Malicious. Well, I get. You know, the fucked up thing is after he was done jerking off and jizzing in this thing, he put it back where he found it. That's pretty fucking. That's pretty weird. What if he would have took taken it with him? Like if you would have just jerked off with this Elmo doll and and then taken it with you, I guess it'd be like theft. But isn't that better than than the then jizzing in it and putting it back. I think I'd rather I think I'd rather get a, a theft fe- uh, charge instead of uh, instead of what this guy did. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing is pretty weird. I don't fucking get it. I don't get how you think that's a good idea. I mean, of course he's a fucking weirdo, but I don't know. But you know, you know what? Also, what he did. It's like he knew he was being recorded because he took the. You can see the footage online. He took the doll. And then he went into the corner or into the closet and faced in the closet and then did his business. You can still see him like the back of him, but it's like, why did he do that? Why didn't he just stay right there? He probably knew he was being looked at. And he also kind of looked at the camera later on. They showed, they showed the whole thing. I don't know. Pretty fucking bizarre. And I hope you realize that I was just goofing off. I don't, uh, <laughs> I don't really support this guy. I just got questions. That's all. That's it. That's just all. That's that's my defense. I got questions. Who knows? Uh, who the fuck? Uh, whatever. So uh, there you go. I think I'd fight that though. Indecent exposure, aggravated. Okay. I don't know why, but I feel like right now would be a pretty good time to check with uh, our radio affiliate and get a look at the weather. K G A Y K G A. And now for the K-Gate Weather Report, we take you live to meteorologist Dan Drizzles. Things are really starting to heat up. And that was your K-Gate Weather Report brought to you by Oscar Meyer Wieners. Put a wiener in your buns. K-G-A-Y, K-Gate.
And now it's time for another edition of Stallone Stands Alone. Sylvester Stallone is a fine American actor. Some would even argue the greatest actor to ever grace the screen. One might wonder, what if Sylvester Stallone was cast in a movie, as opposed to the actor that was actually in the movie? Would it have been better? Today, we find out the answer to that very question when we place Sylvester Stallone in Field of Dreams, playing Kevin Costner's character of Ray Cancella. And here it goes. What happened to your father? Eh, well, uh, he never made it as a ball player, so he tried to get his son to make it for him, you know? By the time I was 10, playing baseball got to be like eating vegetables or taking out the garbage. So when I was 14, I started to refuse. Can you believe that? An American boy refusing to have a catch with his father? You know? Why at 14? Hey, well, like, that's when I read The Boat Rocker by Terrence Mann. Oh, God. Hey, yo, like, I never played catch with him again, you know? You see, that's the kind of crap people are always trying to lay on me. It's not my fault you wouldn't play catch with your father. Hey, yo, I know. But anyway, when I was 17, we had a big fight, you know? I packed my things, said something awful, and I left. After a while, I wanted to come home, but I didn't know how, you know? I made it back for the funeral. You know? Well, I for one think it's abundantly clear that Stallone brought a much deeper depth and complexity to the character of Ray Kinsella. But alas, it was not meant to be. Thank you for joining us. It's been another edition of Stallone Stands Alone. All right, moving right along. Speaking of baseball, father and son stuff. Oh my God, James. This is bullshit. Ah, well, whatever. Oh boy, here we go. Here we go. You know, I've realized something. I've realized that uh, my life is always so mm, eventful. Because people have told me like, dude, your, your life is like a fucking movie. There's always things happening to you. How are all these things always happening to you? And I'm like, well, I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe I'm just lucky. Well, I think I realized the real reason why all these things always happen to me. It's because I'm a fucking moron. (laughs) That's right. You heard it here, folks. I am a moron. You probably already knew that. I think it took me a little while to accept it. Yeah, I do a lot of spontaneous, uh, reckless, dumb shit. Now, when you take risks, sometimes they pay off and uh, you have an adventure. You have a great time. Something cool happens. But on the contrary, sometimes bad things happen as a result of being so reckless and risky and taking chances. And so, uh, yep, that's about what happens. (laughs) So uh, here's, here's here's the saga that I will tell you about. We got invited to a Dodger game recently. 
I was asked by my wife through about from a friend, hey, we have extra tickets. Would James and your son be interested in going? And I said, what I? Why, could, why would you even ask me that? Of course I'd be interested in going. And so uh, it was all set. It's like, all right, we're going to pick you up. They even were going to pick us up. But I did, I did think like, oh, so should I buy a parking pass and meet you there, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, 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 we'll pick you up. Fucking fantastic. So they're on their way. It's the day of. We're getting our, our gear on, our Dodger gear. So we're about to head out the door. And I go, oh, yeah. Hey, Natalie, that's my wife. I say, hey, where's your plastic flask? Um, I think it's over here in the cupboard. I'm like, all right. I want to take some whiskey. Now, here was the thought process. We were going to have seats up in the upper deck. It's the very top. But it was going to be in the front row. I fucking love sitting there. You get a view of everything. It's fucking cool. But the problem is, if there is a problem, there's a long stairway to hike up if you want to go take a piss. Now, I usually am a kind of person that sits there and has a, enjoys a beer or two or five. And it's got you got to have a lot of bathroom breaks. So I'm like, fuck it. I'll just take some whiskey and just kind of sip off that. I won't uh, get a little bit of a buzz. Won't have to keep making these journeys back ups and downs the stairs, right? Sounds like a genius plan to me. So I find her plastic flask, fill it up with the whiskeys. She helps me. And then uh, I'm on my way. We head out the door. They're out front. The boy and I are looking fantastic in our Dodger gear. I just washed our, our white jerseys. Took out the stains and everything. Remember I told you about the game we went to, me and my son, at the uh, spring training? Well, he got his nosebleed. He got some blood on his jersey. I was able to get it out. We're looking pretty fly. Do people still say that? Fly? So we go outside to get into our friend's vehicle. I don't know if they want me to blast their names, so I'll just give them code names. Let's see. Uh, let's just call them uh, Luana and Eric. So as soon as I get into the back of their SUV, that's a sport utility vehicle, I'm handed a thermos with a beer. Look at that. They're like, here you go. Here's your honorary pregame. I'm like, oh man, that's fucking cool. Not only are they picking me up, fucking here's a pregame right there. Ready for you. Ready for the drive. I'm like, fuck yeah. So we head to the stadium. By all accounts, it's a nice conversation. We're having a good time. We get all the way up there, fight the traffic, even though it's 20% capacity, but it still seems like uh, there's quite a few people out here. And it seems unorganized. But hey, it's only the second game. Second home game. So uh, I guess the, there's some room to improve. We get all the way to the top where the parking is. Right at the upper deck. Right by that upper deck store. We uh, crack another beer. They take uh, some shots or maybe two. She's like, you want a shot? I go, nope. No, thank you. I got my whiskey right here. And uh, we're about to walk in. I was like, hmm, where should I put this whiskey? Should I put it in my belt? In my uh, pants? area down my underwear like that's weird what if someone else wants some it's gonna be touching my johnson that's not cool <laughs> i go hmm actually i wore i actually wore my long socks today because i'm a little bitch and i get cold easily so i wore my long winter socks so i'm like i'll just slip it right there in my winter socks so i put the flask in my pant leg you can't even tell it's in there we walk in everything's going swimmingly and uh She's uh, the lady friend has the phone with the tickets and they're scanning. And everyone's walking in. I'm like, well, I guess I'll walk in next. Beep, 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 beep. The shit goes off. I was like, oh, do you have anything in your pockets, sir? I'm like, yeah, I got some uh, keys. 
uh, phone. Well, I'm just going to put that down and go back through. All right. Beep, 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 beep. It's like, well, I'm wearing a belt. Uh, do you have any, uh, any pins or uh, screws from any surgeries? And I go, nope. I don't, uh, no, I don't. They go, okay. I take my belt off. Beep, 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 beep. I was like, uh, hmm. They go, do you have anything? Uh, are you sure you don't have anything? Any screws, nothing down there in your leg area? Right down there by your, by your ankles? <laughs> I'm like, fuck. No. And I go, uh, no. And like, I kind of like, you know, the jig is up, man. At this point, it's over. I lift up my fucking pant leg. And I go, oh, well, I do have this. And I pull out the fucking the flask, which is what I thought was a plastic flask. Remember when I told my wife, hey, where's your plastic flask? And she said, oh, my plastic flask is right here. Here's the plastic flask. Yeah, great. The plastic flask turned out to be fucking metal. <laughs> it was like soft and pouchy. It's not even a... That's the reason why she bought them. She bought them because they were not hard metal so you can sneak them around but apparently this has plenty of metal in it and uh my buddy's like yeah it looks like it, it kind of looked like a capri sun i'm like fuck aren't those like aluminum foil type material like i'll go with that but i could have fucking sworn <laughs> they were plastic <laughs> so then when the guy sees it he goes uh and i go oh that's for my diabetes it's apple juice in case my sugar <laughs> and he goes no it's not like, God damn it. And then he fucking opens it and he, uh, he, he dumps the whole thing into the trash can and he throws it in the trash. He's like, step over here, sir. I'm like, oh, fuck. And I'm looking over. And now at this point, the whole group we're with, which is the family of four plus my son, are all in the stadium staring at me. And the guy goes, well, you were being dishonest. And uh, no, he said you were being deceptive. I go, oh, I'm sorry, man. And he's like, well, as a result, you will be banned from today's game. I go, oh. I go, really? He's like, yeah. He goes, you will not be allowed to come in. So uh, who are you with? And I'm like, those people over there. I go, all right. I'm going to go talk to them. Please pull out your ID. And the guy has like a fucking pad. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get a ticket also. And he goes, this is not a ticket. It's just uh, it's just a slip saying that uh, you will not be allowed to, to attend tonight's game. It's just a... Uh, you know, it's not, there's no, you know, there's no fine, nothing like that. It's like, okay. So I'm pretty sure it's just like a fucking, you know, I'm on, I'm on the list now. <laughs> but, uh, so I look over dude and just like the look on my boy's face. Oh, at that point I felt like such a piece of shit. And I go, look, and I, yeah, my, the lies continue. I go, Hey, uh, it's my boy's first game. And he's like, oh, I under, oh, I'm sorry to hear that, but uh, you know, there's nothing we can. I go, look, is there anything I can I can tell you right now? Anything that can be done? I go, I'll be honest, man. I've never, ever tried this before. He goes, tried what? I go, tried sneaking anything in. I go, I've been to a bunch of games. I've never tried sneaking anything in. I go, you know, can we just like, you know, I'll, I'll never do it again. I, I, I promise you. Like, can we just, can I, is there anything I can, uh, anything I can tell you? Anything that can be said? He goes, uh, unfortunately, no. I'm sorry, because uh, if I'm to let you in, what's stop? Then I have to let every person in that does this, and that's against the rules. So the fact that you're being deceptive, uh, I'm sorry, but there's uh, there's nothing that can be done about it. I was like, oh. all right. So he goes over to uh, talk to the group, and then uh, from what they tell me later was that they, he's like, well, 
Well, the bottom line is uh, he was being deceptive. He was sneaking in uh, alcohol. If you guys would have had it in a bag and then maybe said, oh, I miss, I'm sorry, I forgot it was in there, that's a different story. But the fact that he was being deceptive, uh, there's really nothing we can do about that. He's like, should I go get some money from him to get the boy a Dodger dog or something? Uh, I feel terrible about this. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you feel terrible. Yeah, hey, hey, cough up some money for your boy to get a Dodger dog. Uh, yeah, all right. I'm not making excuses, okay? It's my fault. I did something fucking stupid. So my buddy walks up to me. He's like, man, he was like, I didn't even know you brought that thing in. I was like, well, I didn't know it was fucking metal. <laughs> like The only reason I brought it is because we all thought it was plastic. He's like, ah, oh, it's fucked up. He's like, well, here you go. He gives me the keys. He's like, here's the keys to the car. He's like, it's yours. If you want to take off, go to a bar, watch the game. He's like, it's up to you. He's like, hey, if you want to try getting a ticket on StubHub in a different section and just try getting in that way. Like, so I'm like, yeah, all right, cool, man. Yeah, go in there, enjoy it. I'll figure something out. He's like, all right. And then he, he walks away. I can tell he feels bad. I felt like a I felt like such a piece of shit. These people invited us. And then look what's going on. Look at the fucking heartbreak I got to put everyone through. It's fucking dumb. I felt like such an asshole. So I walk away. I take the walk of shame. A defeated man <laughs> walking down the stairs. And I get to the car and I'm sitting in the front seat. And I'm just like, fuck. And my, I'm mostly feeling complete complete shame and then anger like what a fuck at myself like what a fucking moron what a fucking moron this all could have been completely avoided how dumb oh jesus so then i'm sitting like what are my options like what am i gonna do i look up it's up upper deck is a smaller parking lot and there's a security guard that's standing up there at the top and he's like overlooking the the uh the whole parking lot i'm like this guy's probably watching me and uh you know then I start to think, is there two entrances on each side of the uh, the upper deck store? Or is there only one entrance to the one we were going to? I'm, I, I really can't tell. I'm looking up there. It seems like most people are walking to the part that I was at. I was like, should I just see if I can fucking use the ticket and, and enter the other side? Am I going to be popped? So then I text her like, hey, did it, were all the tickets scanned? Like, yeah, they were. I'm like, fuck. All right. That's op- that option's out. She's like, don't try to come back up here. I had a friend try to come up, uh, try to go back in the same entrance and did not work. I was like, all right. So I'm just sitting there like, what do I do? What do I do? And I'm still like, what a fucking idiot. What a moron. And I'm feeling so bad because my kid's in there. And like, look at your dad. What a fucking loser. <laughs> He's outside. <laughs> He's out there and you're in here. And I felt so fucking bad for all, for all reasons. I felt like the biggest piece of shit. So I'm like, all right. Fuck it, dude. I came here to watch the game. I'm not going to be defeated. I'm going to try to get in. So I, look, I go on StubHub. I find the cheapest seat I can get, which is in a pretty good section, but it's only one ticket, so it's cheaper than normal. I'm like, fuck it. So I buy the fucking ticket. This winds up costing me 100 bucks, dude, with all, the, <laughs> with all the fees and all the other things, taxes, blah, blah, blah. So this is a $100 mistake, lesson to learn. So now I leave the car there, and I just take off. I walk down the hill. Now I had on a Dodger jersey, and I had a hat. I had my glasses on top of my hat when I was walking in the first time. So now I got to go incognito. So now I put my sweater on and then I put my sunglasses on. Now, this is one good thing about the COVID era, boys and girls. The ability to hide your face. They don't know what I look like. <laughs> so I, uh, I walk down and I'm... Um, you know, we're at the very upper deck, so I got to walk down a couple sections. And so I keep walking down into the, in the outside of the stadium and I'm going to loge level now. And so I asked the person, I'm like, oh, is this loge? He's like, no, I keep walking. I'm like, all right. 
I walk down to loge level and I uh, have my ticket on my phone ready. I'm like, and then the guy's like, how you doing, man? I'm like, good, good. How are you? Blah, blah, blah. Scan it. Go ahead. You have a good day. Enjoy the game. I'm like, thank you, sir. I walk in. Fuck, it worked. It worked. Here I am. I'm like, I know there's a lot of the cameras around here, but I figure if they're really watching me, I wouldn't have made it in here. But uh, I walk, <laughs> I walk into my seat and I don't even know where the ticket is. I didn't even, I just picked the cheapest one I could find. And so I'm walking and walking. I'm like, fuck, dude, where is my seat? I'm like, oh, I'm in section 123 or whatever the fuck it was. I'm like, I'm, I'm way out here in two something. So I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm way up there. So I was kind of like behind home plate. I'm like, oh, wow. You know, it sucks because I'm by myself. I'm all alone. My kid's up there having fun with everybody. And, uh, but, you know, if, I, if I'm going to be alone, at least I'm somewhat a good seat. <laughs> and so I'm passing by the beer the fucking beer uh, stand. I'm like, well, all right, let's do it. So I order a beer. I pay with my credit card because they're not taking any cash because of COVID. And so I'm like, fuck, as soon as I pay with my credit card, I'm like, fuck, what I just do? Now my, they took my name down. Is that going to make some kind of a flag alert? Like, uh-oh, here's the guy. <laughs> or here's the, here's the name. Go check if this is him. So I get the beer. I'm like, oh, man, what a dumb fucking mistake. I hope I don't get popped for this. And I start walking to my seat still. And as I'm walking, here comes two like cop looking dudes walking straight towards me. I'm like, fuck. Oh, here we go. And uh, they're just like beelining it right towards me. And so I do the thing that every I've seen every FBI person in every movie that I've ever watched. I got my hat. I look down. Blocking my face with the bill of my hat. I go on my phone like I'm busy looking something up. <laughs> and they're walking right to me still. And I kind of like shuffle to the left. Like, I don't want to be in your way there, fellas. Carry on. And they just walk right past me. I'm like, oh, thank God. I go, I, I find my seat. I sit down. And I'm still nervous. I'm like, all right, we made it. I'm in the seat. Am I clear? Am I clear? And uh, I text them like, hey, I'm in. And uh, my friend's like, oh, your, your boy's good now. And the fact that you're in, like, he's cool. Like, he was kind of uh, he was kind of a little fucking down, but now he's good. It's like, oh, sweet. So I didn't completely fuck up his whole experience, I guess. And uh, anyway, watching the game, it's kind of cool. I'm like, hey, when should I, should I even try going up? She's like, nah, don't bother. Like I told you, my friend got popped. Like she tried to sneak up another time. Her friend, I think she told me that she, her friend got popped trying to get in, but then... Someone else she knew went to the section and got popped that way because they were looking out for them. I'm like, all right, like I'll stay put. She's like, we'll come down to you. And I go, well, there's a lot of open seats around here. So all the seats are all uh, zip tied. Uh, but there was like a group of four and a group of four and a group of four like all around me. And so I go, yeah, there's open seats out here. But then by like the second, third inning, they all got filled. Um, so that was a, not an option anymore. But anyway, the seat next to me, the, the zip tie was kind of broken and you could pretty much lower the seat all the way down. And so uh, I just kept that in mind. Later on, about the fifth inning, maybe, they came down. We took a walk, looked at the brand new uh, changes they made to Dodger Stadium. So they did the outfield where you can walk around the whole field now, which is way fucking cooler. Uh, before it was kind of dumb the way they had it. But yeah, it's now it's pretty sick. Uh, pretty cool. But the only thing that fucking sucks is like you try to look at these things. Okay, move it along. No standing around here. Keep going. It's like, dude, fuck off. This thing just got finished. It's my first time back. I even told this chick. She's like, okay, you can't stand here. I go, hey, this is my first time seeing it since it's all been done. I'm like, can I get like at least a couple minutes to look around? Okay, fine. 
It's like, Jesus Christ. And then, you know, I, I walk up to the level and I'm looking at the bullpen. The pitcher's uh, warming up. All right, move along, sir. You can't stand in this area. I'm like, I'm all, I'm all alone. What the fuck? There's nobody around. So anyway, um, after that, uh, the boy, I told him, like, hey, I don't know if you want to go back with them or the seat next to me. You can sit in it. The thing's kind of broken. I'm like, do you want to come back with me? He's like, yeah, yeah, okay. So he wanted to come back with me for the last few innings and uh, somewhat redeemed, I guess. But fucked up that I couldn't sit with the group and hang out with the friends, you know. Try to make the most of what I could. But uh, so the very last inning, we went up and we went and sat with them for like the last half of the last inning. So um, he's like, (laughs) my boy's like, daddy, what if they find you up there? I was like, ah, the game's over. I'm sure they don't give a shit no more. And so, uh, yeah, we uh, got out of there just fine. And we got back to the car. And they told me like, oh, yeah, you know, if they would have caught you the second time, you would have been arrested. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, I didn't tell you that. (laughs) I was like, well, shit, thanks for telling me. I was like, yeah, that's what happened to our friend. They they got arrested and thrown in Dodger jail. And then I guess they they let you go after the game was over. Like, that'll teach you, fella. Now you can't come back in. So, uh, yeah, that was quite the experience. So I sure put the D in delinquent. (sighs) Jesus Christ. So after an experience like this, a lot of times you get to look back and, you know, hindsight's 2020. Like, what if I would have done this or that? What if I would have thought quicker? Would this have changed anything? So my thought, my question to myself was, if when that guy asked me, hey, do you have any pins or screws in your leg from a surgery? And I would have said, oh, yeah. I had a bad motorcycle accident and I have some pins in my legs. Would that have been like, okay, come on through? Or would they have said, oh, okay, would you mind lifting your pant leg? <laughs> I just I, I just thought about like, how, how would that have gone? What if I would have been like, yeah, I got, yeah, I got some shrapnel from the war, you know, as a, as a U.S. military. Oh, thank you for your service, sir. Right this way. <laughs> I don't fucking know. But anyway, I mean, that's enough. That's enough. Enough is enough. But the last thing I thought about was, hey, if you're going to kick me out of the game and not let me enter, why did you take my fucking whiskey and dump it? Why didn't they give it back to me? I'm not being allowed to enter. You know, it's one thing like, okay, I'm dumping this out. Here you go. Here, here's it back. No, they dumped it and threw it in the trash. Like, Why not? Like, all right, man, here, here, drink your sadness away. Drown your sorrows. <laughs> take this. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Oh, well. All right. And with that, let's start closing the show out with a little segment I like to call I Fancy That. It's beautiful. Beautiful. It's wonderful. It's I Fancy That. Fancy. Fancy. Fancy times, everybody. All right. I Fancy That. It's a segment in which I talk about something positive for a change. Oh, something that's nice. Something sweet. Something good and uh, and um, uh, something that I fancy. <laughs> All right, so uh, this week. Oh, speaking of Dodgers, man, here's what I fancy. I fancy the fuck out of the series between the Dodgers and the Padres. Oh, mama. This has been quite a little rivalry going on between these two teams. It's been uh, pretty fucking cool. Every time they play each other, it's very interesting. And it's very fun and exciting to watch. So the first game the other night, I watched the whole fucking thing. It was like five hours. It was a 12-inning game. Man, it was like so exciting and back and forth. I won't bore you with the details, but uh, at the very end, the fucking Dodgers pulled away ahead and uh, sealed the deal. But last night, another great fucking game. Oh, mama, was it exciting. 
uh, the very, very end, like, you know, there's two guys on base. It's about to get tied up. This guy gets a monster hit, but it's like the hit that kind of like soars out into the outfield, but it'll drop. It's kind of a shallow, shallow kind of thing where it's like, oh, fuck. And then uh, Mookie, oh, Mookie runs out, fucking extends his whole body, makes the robbing catch to end the game. Uh, Excuse me. That's right. Walk off catch. It was fucking sick. So uh, Dodgers are up by two. And today, today, the game is on today, and I'm going to go watch it after this. It's recording. So, uh, man, exciting. Fucking baseball's back. I love it. So uh, a good rivalry in baseball. I fancy that. I also fancy. The other day, uh, yesterday, after I got my shot, I took the boy with me. And afterwards, I'm like, hey, uh, he, he wanted some breakfast. I'm like, all right. He's like, let's go to Denny's. It's like, yes, that sounds like a fantastic idea. I haven't been to Denny's since 2019. <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. Early 2020? I don't remember. But uh, it's like, fuck, I haven't been here forever. This stupid bullshit COVID. Now we can go sit down inside. So we did. And it was just fucking great, man. I've had uh, every time, you know, I grew up going to Denny's as a kid. We'd go there all the time and I loved it every fucking time. How do you? How are you an American and not love a good Denny's breakfast? The hash browns are fantastic. Unlimited coffee. Oh, good times. And that's all. Simple. Simple. Um, what's the word people are always using nowadays? Wholesome. AF. It's lovely. Me and the boy just sat there and had a nice breakfast. It's just good to have it back, dude. It's good to have it back. I mean, it's crazy how something's taken from you and you just take it for granted all these years. Like, fuck. Now it's back. And it's, uh, it's a little bit of happiness. And you might also say, I fancy that. All right. And now it's time for the darker side of life. That's right. It's time for the fucking moment. And here we go. Fuck you. Uh, all right. Fuck you. First, I want to say fuck you. I know this is like a dumb one because uh, no one listens to radio anymore, but... I work with a company vehicle and I listen to I listen to podcasts sometimes on my phone in my pocket but in the mornings uh, I'll, I'll listen to talk radio that's kind of how I get my news that's how I hear about shit that happens and so uh, the thing that fucking annoys me and I want to say fuck you too is why are they still doing these all all these traffic breaks okay let's look at the traffic it's like dude does anyone actually give a fuck about the traffic or, sorry, let me rephrase. Does anyone look to morning radio to get their traffic updates before they go to work? Everyone's got their smartphones. Everyone's got their Waze and Google Maps and all that horse shit. I mean, what do they need to listen to the radio for? It's fucking dumb. It's annoying. And there's so many traffic breaks. Yes, I know this is an old man rant because all you people are in the future. But I still listen to terrestrial radio. And it's annoying. It's annoying. All right, let's look at the traffic. Okay, the traffic is brought to you by blah, 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 blah. There's an accident at the 105. And that's going to have a slowdown down back to the... It's like, oh, fuck. All right. As soon as I hear, here's look at the traffic, I change the station. Without fail. Dumb. Useless. There's no point. Absolutely no point. Snap out of it. Go fuck yourselves. All right, next. I'm going to say fuck you to allergies, man. I've never had allergies. My whole life, allergy-free. My cousin Monkey, he had allergies all the time. He'd be like, I'm like, you sick? No, it's my allergies. And I'd be like, ugh, what a, what a sucker. I don't have allergies. 
What a horrible existence it would be if I had allergies. But not me. I don't have them. He does. Other people do. Not this guy. I have a good allergy-free life, but not anymore. I've, just, I've been developing allergies. Is it uh, all this fucking pollen all over the place? It seems like there's pollen everywhere. If you go outside my house, there's like pollen on the floor. If the dog's outside running around, you see like little pollen specks all over the dogs. My wife just washed her car. Or, sorry. She took it to get washed yesterday. And it looked all nice and shiny. And you walk up to it and it's got this little powdery layer of pollen. It's like, you motherfucker. Leave us be. A lot of pine trees around us. I don't know, dude. But uh, now I have this like post-nasal drip bullshit going on. It's fucking annoying. And I got like this weird kind of, not even, not anymore, but for like a few days when I'd swallow, my throat would kind of bother me, my right side. I don't know what's going on with it. Maybe I'm getting throat cancer for some reason. Maybe I talk too much, too many podcasts. I'd say so, James. Maybe you should like take a step back once in a while. Oh, go fuck yourself. The listeners demand it. No one's demanding, James. Sure they are. I get emails all the time. You don't get any emails, James. Uh, sometimes, once in a while. You don't get any emails, James. Okay, fine. But what if someone did want to email you, James? Oh, thanks for asking. The Danger Hour at Yahoo.com. Email me about anything. Anything whatsoever. You got show content? I would really appreciate it. You want to send me some hate mail? I'll read it. Want to send me some fan mail? I will adore it. You want to send me a recipe? I'll make it. You want to send me a music recommendation? I'll listen to it. You got a movie suggestion? I'll watch it. You want to send me some nude photos of your mother? I'll look at them. As long as they're tastefully done. I'll still look at them. (laughs) The Danger Hour at Yahoo.com. All right, yeah, so fuck you to allergies. God, what a miserable existence. That feeling of that fucking, like, your snot dripping down the back of your throat all the time. Ugh. Well, I guess there's always suicide. <laughs> well, in closing, I fuck you. Fuck you. All right. It's going to do it. Thank you for listening. I am well aware this one was probably not one of my best, <laughs> not by a long shot. But, uh, you know, I'm still trying, okay? With my affliction, I'm still trying to deliver the best possible product that I can deliver to you with the tools that I have been given. So, uh, yeah, brain haze or not, this is free. So you should really just appreciate what you're given without complaining because then you'd be an asshole. And nobody wants to be an asshole. Right, boys and girls? (laughs) All right. Until next time, stay dangerous, my friends. (laughs) Later. 